Joining me right now on Kumite TV is rising middleweight prospect Justin Sumter. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Now let's uh, talk about your teammate, Nick Newell. A couple weeks back, he debuted for CES, you know, got the good win, got back in the winning column. What did you think of his performance? Yeah, I think he did good, you know what I mean? Uh, he uh, went in there and, and did what he had to do to get it done, did it real quick, uh, you know, didn't take uh, really any damage. And, and um, you know, it's always good when you have a hard training camp and you go in and fight and you barely even get touched, you know. So the, I, I think um, he did a spectacular job. And, and um, now, you know, I mean, full. it was kind of focused on him. Now it's kind of focusing on me and getting me ready for my next one. Yeah, that's, it must be nice to have someone like that, you know, in training camp together, getting ready for fights. And now he goes he goes in and gets that win, and he brings that energy for the rest of your camp, man. How do you feel? Yeah, it, I, I feel feel amazing. Actually, he, he's, my, he's my head coach. So um, so he, he opened up a gym, so he's my head coach. But, you know, just having him, um, <clears throat> like just having his win, and then just like that momentum, like you, you kind of feel it, you know, like, especially in the training, you know, like he, he did his thing. Now I have to do my thing. And, and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. All right, let's go back to your last appearance in the cage. Bellator 216. You got the neck crank victory over uh, Ronaldo. Is that his name? No, Reginaldo Felix. Yeah, Reginaldo Felix. Yeah. Yeah. It It's ranked top 50 fights of the year. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely saw that, you know, um, like, in like, literally, like, weeks and weeks after that fight, people were like, man, like, your fight should have been on the, the main card, you're like, your, your, your fight was by far the best fight of the night, um, and so, you know, I, I, I like to, to put on a show, and, and, and especially, like, being a, a top 50 fight of the year is, is, is pretty awesome, you know, I think that's one of the, one of the, the, the check marks I can check off, yeah, that was one, yeah. Definitely. Well, take us through the, your preparations for that fight and the fight itself. Yeah, for preparation for that fight, you know what I mean? I, I kept everything um, the same, but what I um, did different for that camp is I started training with uh, Glover Texera and his guys in Danbury. And, um, you know, just training with them, uh, they definitely have a different style. And, you know, when training with Glover himself, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it kind of put a... a um, a feather in my cap. I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? I'm training with the, the top guys, you know, he just went in the, he just went in the cage and, and like demolished a young gun in, in the UFC. And, you know, I'm training with him and I'm, and I'm kind of hanging my own. So that kind of put uh, a fire underneath me. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like unstoppable, you know, I can go in the cage and do whatever I want. And, and that's kind of, you know, kind of what I did, you know, I, I got caught early in the first round. Um, but, you know, I showed my composure, showed my ability to recover and, you know, Essentially, like uh, if you watch the video to the very end and you see the the announcer uh, announce the round, I look at my look at the ref and I was like, "Is that the second round?" Because I actually didn't uh, know that I got knocked down. Look, I, I kind of figured something happened because my my coaches were looking at me kind of concerned, but I was like, "Man, I thought I won that round," you know. Um, but uh, you know, I was able to to recover from that that knockdown come back strong and then you know come with the uh the submission in the second round are you working with glover's team this time around also yeah i've been working with them a little bit um like my um the, the guy i'm fighting uh maki um real real good guy he's, he's kind of a boxer so um <clears throat> what i've been doing and i've also been training with uh um 
Chad Dawson's pad holder. Um, so, you know, just get my hands sharper because, I, you know, I always think that I can improve on every facet of uh, MMA, you know, from striking to the wrestling. Um, and I think my striking on, in this fight is definitely going to be the key. Um, I feel my grappling is, is kind of where it needs to be, but um, getting my hands right. So I've been working with uh, um, Chad Dawson's pad coach uh, for, for this camp. And still working every now and then, going up to, to Glover's to get some um, extra rounds in as well. Well, that's a, a great combination of uh, training right there, you know, with Nick as your head coach and you're going out to Danbury to work with Glover and then Chad Dawson's uh, pad holder. I don't know. who. What's his name, man? You're like, it's like. It's, 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 his name is Eric. Uh, I, I, I can't really pronounce it. I don't want to slaughter his last name, yeah. but his name is Eric. Um, and um, a real cool guy, you know, like as soon as as soon as I uh, linked up with him, um, it was like a connection is real down to earth. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I like to to build my camp. I want people that are kind of foster that idea of uh, progress and, you know, development, you know, because you can't I, I don't think, you know, there, there might be a coach that knows what he's talking about and is real good. But if you don't mesh with them, um, I think you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. Um, you kind of want to surround your people with people that are kind of like-minded and, and kind of can get on that same wavelength. So, you know, he says, do this, you do it. And then he's like, oh, you could do this. And I'm like, yeah, I thought about that. You know, you guys you just build and build. And, um, you know, um, luckily being in Connecticut, everything's like close and everybody's close like that. And, and it's been working out. Well, July 9th, you head back to Vegas one year later for the Contender Series. Yeah. One year is a long time. You know, what do you feel is different about you this time around? Yeah, different. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, um, like the first time I felt like, oh, you know what I mean? I, I was there. You know what I mean? It was, it was, I, I was there to, to experience. And, and in my head, I kind of made it bigger than it, than it was. You know what I mean? Like, like going in the, the, the ultimate fighter, you know, like you see, you see, You've seen countless, countless, countless fighters open those doors and make that walk. And, and in your head, you kind of make a, a bigger picture than it actually is. And then, you know, when you go out there, it's like, ah, I'm doing that. So, you know, what I mean, I would say I, I was kind of shell shocked a little bit and, and, and kind of surprised at how, like, uh, it really wasn't as much as I made it out to, to in my head. Um, but, you know, this time around, it's like, you know, I belong, I've been there, I've done that, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just another, another day, another, another opponent, another, another, uh, 15 minutes in the cage. And, and all I have to do is perform like I know how, um, and, um, you know, get the job done. For the contender series, you know, the percentage of guys that they bring back is very low. You know, you are in a, a, a lucky position, you know, like, you know, many would say, do you feel lucky that you are coming back, or do you just feel like you deserve this spot? Well, you know, if if you look at the, uh, you know, kudos to um, Ian Hines. Um, if you look at Ian Hines, you know, like, he was one of the guys that should have been in the UFC already, you know, and they gave him this opportunity, and he shined. Um, and um, for me, I felt like uh, before I made that slight mistake, it was like, neck and neck and we were both were, were, were tip or tat and, and you know what I mean I had the upper hand on him and I just made a mistake and he was able to capitalize um, and um, just my personality I was able to you know I think I was the only person that you know immediately after I lost I walked over to the cage and I was like hey hey got, hey Dana White here's Sean Shelby um, thank you for the opportunity um, sorry to you know um, sorry to like 
disappoint you guys. And then they'll say, hey, you did a good job. And, and so, you know, that kind of stuck with me. So I think just my personality and then, you know, what I, what I did in the case, even though it was a short period of time, um, I, it kind of showed out. And then, you know, my last fight, I was able to, to you know, perform like that. And it was just a combination of all that. And they're like, hey, this guy, I think he deserves another shot. And they gave me another shot. So, you know, I am lucky that, you know, they, they kind of kept their eye on me and I was able to, to, to kind of go back in there. But I, I think I was, um, I think I deserve another shot. So you're facing Maki Pitolo, you know, thoughts on him and his style stacking up against your style. Um, Maki's actually a cool guy. Actually, um, I trained with him a couple years back in Hawaii. Um, I went there for vacation to see, uh, some relatives. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's a real cool guy. He has a really, really unique style. He has a, a, a really decent pressure game and he, in those heavy hands, heavy hands. And, and, um, um, I, I think his grappling is underrated. I think a lot of people underestimate his grappling, but he's a real, real, um, crafty guy on the ground. And, um, you know, he is a little shorter and I'm, I'm definitely, I have like maybe like six inches reach on him. So I think my, my, my stand up and, and keeping that range is, is kind of the way to go in this fight. You know, it could, the fight could go either way, you know, onto the ground. But I, I think for the most part, keeping it standing, keeping it in that range is, is definitely going to be my, my forte in this one. During the contender series, sometimes one contract goes out, sometimes three contracts goes out. You never know how Dana White feels on that day. You know, what type of performance do you think you need to have to get that contract, to get the eyes, you know, on you? Um, I, I, I really think, uh, you know, I have to come in there with a the finish. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, I want to be on, put on a good performance, but in my mind, um, you know, them giving me the, the, the second opportunity, um, I really have to put a stamp on it. You know, I can come out there and do a, I can do a spectacular uh, uh, victory, you know, for uh, unanimous decision, um, showcase my skill, but, um, and they could still give me a contract, but for me personally, I think I have to get the finish um, to, to get that contract. I think if you replicate your last fight, <laughs> that will get you a contract, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, if I do that, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that would, that would definitely give me the contract. Like, what made me mad was, you know, because Bellator doesn't do, like, the, the um, fight bonuses. You know what I mean? And, and, like, hands down, my fight was the best fight of the night. Like, I would be, like, 50 grand richer, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, getting those that accolade of, you know, being in the top 50 of the fight of the year is, is pretty phenomenal. Because, you know, like freaking um that middleweight fight between Adesanya and Kevin Gaslam that was mm. that was a I, I think that's like number two or something I don't know but it's it's high up there so to be on the list with with those guys is, is pretty awesome now when you do enter the UFC and you get into the middleweight division what do you think separates you you know what is the intangible that you have compared to every other middleweight in the in the division you know, um, I can say that, you know, my, 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 um, my skill, you know, everyone has a, a certain type of skill. I, I believe the way I kind of, I'm still developing it. And that's the, the awesome part of me. Um, I think a lot of guys in there, they're kind of, they have that, their set standard, their set skill. And you know what I mean? They're good at it. Um, but you know what I mean? I'm not trying to, to, to be like, just a set person that has like oh good good wrestling and, and he's a great boxer. I just want to have 
literally everything better, everything better. You know, as soon as I step in a cage, I want to be completely better than I was before. And, and I just think that that intangible ability to continue, go for continual improvement. Um, I think that kind of, that would set me apart, you know, like uh, a good, um, a good person to look at is, is Johnny Johnny Walker, right? That's his name. It's just like he he's just kind of you know they're like you really don't know what you're gonna get as soon as you step in the cage, and and that's kind of what I want to 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 be when I step in the cage. I I just want them to say what is what is this guy gonna do next? You know what is this guy gonna gonna do? And and I think I, I can bring that aspect to to the middleweight division because I don't think there's really you know anybody like that because you know you you got. You got uh, Edesanya, he's like, you know, you know what he's going to do. He's going he's gonna to strike, and yeah, he might throw a, a crazy triangle at the end of, a, you know, a round. But, um, and, and those, are the, those guys are at the top, and, and they're good at what they do. But, um, you know, put me in the mix, and, and, uh, and, and you're definitely going to see something spectacular. All right, well, it all starts, you know, July 9th, Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series in Las Vegas. Thank you, Justin, man, for your time, and uh, good luck on your future. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, my name is Justin the Fort Sumter. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fort Sumter MMA or Facebook at Justin the Fort Sumter. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my sponsors, always uh, Orange Ale House, Wash and Wag, uh, Pet Grooming, Gracie Medical Group, um, uh, Redwood, Redwood Coast CBD, and um, Foundation RX uh, those guys have really supported me ever since uh, I started and uh, really appreciate their support.